Welcome to the Rebel Educator Podcast, where we work to amplify the voices and ideas of changemakers in education. We talk with students, parents, educators, school leadership, and thought leaders in education to discuss how to shift the classroom, the learning environment, the mindset, and the pedagogy to resist tradition, reignite wonder, and reimagine education. If you're in the Bay Area, our school, Up Academy, is currently accepting applicants for the fall of 2024. We have limited spots available in grades TK through seventh grade. I'm so excited to announce the Rebel Project Literacy Curriculum. Up Academy has created a framework for new and existing schools to be able to create imaginative, exciting, relevant, engaging learning environments for all of their students. It is a fully integrated literacy and project-based learning curriculum that supports social-emotional development and is based on skills and competencies. It is a content literacy curriculum that provides authentic reading and writing projects, promotes agency, and is aligned with the science of reading. Learn more at projectup.us. Have you ever thought about opening your own school? Up Academy is also supporting new educators and school leaders to create schools like Up Academy and schools that solve a problem in your own community. Reach out to join the Up Academy network at projectup.us. Now let's get today's episode, Rebel Educators. Welcome, Rebel Educators. I can't believe that this is episode 100. If I would have thought about that back in 2020 when we launched the podcast, I would not have believed that I would have had 99 interviews by now with incredible, amazing thought leaders in education who are challenging traditional thoughts, challenging the status quo, and creating new and innovative ideas every single day. I feel so grateful and so privileged to be able to have these conversations to be able to do this work, and to be able to share it all with you. I've been asked recently how I started the podcast or what made me think about starting a podcast. And I'll be honest with you, Rebel Educators, I actually never intended to start a podcast. It was kind of an accident, but a really happy accident and one that has been amazing and a lot of fun, which is why I continue to do it and continue to share it with you. Early in the pandemic, I was looking through my LinkedIn feed, and there was a post from Esther Wojcicki about, I don't even remember, something interesting that she had done or a meeting she had been in or something she was founding. And I just wrote her a quick note and I said, hey, would you be willing to have about a 30-minute conversation? I'd love to learn more about this. And would it be okay if I record it and share it on YouTube? And she wrote back and said, yes, which I absolutely was not expecting. But she said yes. And so we did the conversation, we recorded, we posted it on YouTube, and I started wondering how many other people out there might be interested in chatting or available for 30 minutes of time. And so I started reaching out to people whose work I followed and people whose LinkedIn I thought was interesting and people who were doing innovative, exciting things in the world. And one after another, they each agreed to give me 45 minutes of their time to have a conversation. So I found these conversations fascinating, and I was having a lot of fun meeting new people and connecting and 
building not only my network, but what it really gives me the opportunity to do is to connect all of these innovative leaders with each other, because so many of them don't know about the work that they're all doing in different parts of the world, gave me an opportunity to be that network connector. And so after about 30 episodes, I was like, wow, we have 30 episodes. Maybe we should release these as an actual podcast instead of just sending them on YouTube, where honestly, not that many people were really seeing them and we weren't promoting them. And that was the birth of this podcast, the birth of Rebel Educator and how we began recording in the pandemic. It's kind of a pet project, something to keep me connected to the world, something to keep my inspiration flowing, something to keep connection and sanity in a world that felt really insane in that moment. And after continuing to have conversations and realizing it was something I really enjoyed, and something I wanted to continue to share with the world so that we could share more of the work that so many amazing people were doing. Often when I speak on podcasts, interviewers ask me about how we opened up Academy. And I think this is a story that I haven't shared here before. So Up Academy was a brainchild after I had children. So my background, as many of you know, is not in education. And this is part of what makes me a disruptor in education and part of what makes me a rebel educator is that my background was not education. It was in business. And after spending almost 10 years in sales and marketing and consumer packaged goods, I had children and I was fortunate enough to be able to stay home for several years and raise my children while they were little. So I am a big fan of attachment parenting of connecting with your children, of breastfeeding, of making homemade food, and all the things that we can do to give our little ones the best start in life possible. So I was fortunate, like I said, to be able to stay home and do those things. And during that time, my oldest daughter was born. And my oldest daughter, Eliza, was born with cerebral palsy. And when she was born, she had no suck, swallow, or gag reflex. Doctors told us that she would never be normal. Her other reflexes were delayed. She spent three weeks in the NICU in the hospital where they placed a G-tube so that she could eat. They told me she would never nurse. And we just didn't know what to expect for her and of her life. So we started doing research and started learning as much as we could about neuroplasticity, about brain development about how children learn and develop and grow. And we knew that she was so smart and she was so curious and she was so social and so observant that she could really do great things in the world if she was given a chance and an opportunity and an education. And so as we got to the point where we got ready for school, we talked with the school district about the things that we'd like to see and the things that we knew she was capable of. And we were pretty much told that she would be allowed to be in the classroom with the other kids, but that they wouldn't guarantee any actual level of education with her being there. That wasn't acceptable for us as parents. And I think any of you parents out there, if a school had told you that your children were allowed to be in the classroom, but they may or may not actually learn anything, that's probably not a school you would send your children to. So we started to think that there must be a better way and started to craft the idea of what that might look like. 
So Up Academy was created to be a learning space that would be supportive of students with physical disabilities and without, a space where all students would get the things that they need to thrive and grow in a small and supportive classroom environment where they could be themselves, they could explore, they could make mistakes, which here at Up Academy we call fail-abrations, when they make a mistake and learn from it. And they could really thrive in an experiential and project-based approach with a wide variety of learning styles and learning profiles. Our ultimate vision and goal being a generation of students who understand that all people are capable, that we all have possibilities, and that anything is possible when we can all learn to work together. And so by working with people who are different from us, have different learning styles, have different learning profiles, have different abilities, we can bring out the best in everyone and learn a lot about content and material and projects, but also about each other and about ourselves. But launching a school wasn't easy. I spent probably a year and a half looking for locations up and down the Bay Area. We're in San Mateo on the peninsula outside of San Francisco. And real estate here is challenging. Real estate just about anywhere is challenging. And this is a conversation that we have a lot in my Rebel Educator leader calls and something that we also address in the Rebel Educator Accelerator course, which I'll share a code for later that you can get a 25% off discount from listening to this episode. But when we look at real estate and when we start looking about how to have a space here in the peninsula and on the Bay Area, it's expensive. There's a lot of people and not a lot of space. There are pretty intense zoning requirements for having small children in an elementary school within different districts and areas of a city. And it was really challenging to find the right spot. And so when I found a space that was right near my home, right near a park, right near a library, right near the train line to take field trips, I was super excited. So we jumped on it. The landlord was excited to have us and we convinced them that our school was worth taking a chance on. And we signed a lease for a three, I think it was 3,200, 3,000 square foot space in Mountain View. And we started to work with the city to get all of our business permits and get everything up and running. And the city wouldn't give us the permits. And even though the building code said that we didn't need sprinklers and there were some other building code issues that we didn't need to have based on the size of our building, the city decided that because we were going to have children there, regardless of building code, that they were going to require us to have these things. And so we had done traffic studies, we had hired engineers, we had looked at the building. And when it came all down to it, after working with our lawyer and working with the city attorney and working with city planning and zoning and our landlord and our building, they just weren't going to let us open there. And it was going to be almost $200,000 worth of work. And as a new startup school, we just didn't have it. And that wasn't the thing that I wanted to spend the money that we did have on. I wanted to spend it on students and learning. And so we backed out of that lease before we even opened. But this was about a month before we were supposed to open school. We had students enrolled. We had educators hired. We had found a location that we were excited about. And now that fell through. And we did not know what we were going to do. So we called around and 
called one of the churches that we had talked to previously who had a preschool on site, had some classrooms, but really didn't want to have a school in there. But they offered us a space for three months and then the rent would double because they really didn't want to have us there. But they offered us their space to use during the school day, during the week only. So we had to bring all of our school equipment in on Monday. We had to wagon all of it out on Friday and leave the room clean and empty for their classes and their activities on the weekend. And so we did this for the first three months of opening up Academy until we found our actual current location that we're in now, where we've put in turf outside and built a fence for an outside play yard. We have an indoor ninja structure for monkey bars and an indoor small climbing wall. We have classrooms, we have materials, we have educators, we have space. And for those of you who have been following us for a while, we've recently taken on a second building to open a middle school and build out even more space for our innovation lab and robotics program and for our students to learn and grow. But when you start an organization or when you start a project, you never know what that's going to look like. That doesn't mean you shouldn't start. One of the things I tell founders as they're looking at starting their new ventures is to just do one thing every day that will move your business or your venture or your organization or your idea forward. Whatever it is, make sure you tick off one thing from that to-do list that's working on your business every day. One of our next big challenges after we had a location was hiring the right people. And this turned out to be really, really challenging. As I mentioned, my background's in business. It's not in education. So I had a vision for education, but I really didn't know what those people looked like who were going to be able to execute that. And we're a progressive space. We're a new model of education. We're asking something different from our educators than the ways that they have been trained, than the ways they might be teaching in other schools. We're not only asking them to teach and to work with a group of students, but also to create and to envision and to dream and to really own their classroom and that experience. And looking for those people is really challenging. One of the things that I found out about myself through the early hiring days was that I really got excited about the energy of other people. There was one woman who came in and she was so excited and she was fired up and she had all of the energy and she talked for 45 minutes nonstop about all of her ideas and the things we could do in the incredible school that we were building. And when she left, I was so excited and I was fired up and I was ready and I was with her and we were going to build all these cool things. And a couple of members of my board of directors just looked at me and were like, I need to take a deep breath. That was too much. I was like, what do you mean? That was amazing. But one of the things I had done early on was to recognize that I wasn't going to be able to do this on my own and that I needed help. And so I had board members in those early interviews with me, helping me to take that energy down, to parse out the way that I felt from the actual things that people said so that we could make the best decisions on hiring and moving forward. And this, rebel educators, leaders, teachers, parents, in all of your personal and professional endeavors is some of the best advice that I can possibly give, is to find the people that will support you, support your vision, mentor you, coach you, and develop 
you and your ideas, because those people are gold. And it's what helped us to get to where we are today. And I'm sure that it's what can help all of you to grow your dreams into the vision that you see for them as well. Wow. So as I think back over launching the school, the things that we've worked through with real estate and with hiring, and now with building curriculum and starting to share our methodology. So one of the things that we've been really fortunate to do over the past several months is to build out our framework and curriculum into the Rebel Project Literacy Curriculum. So we now have this available. It's the curriculum that we use that's an integrated project-based learning and literacy curriculum. It's designed to replace Lucy Calkins in any of your schools that might still be using that as a content-based curriculum with a focus on writing skills and reading skills and making those relevant and integrated with the project-based learning while promoting agency and is fully aligned with the science of reading. So if you're looking to bring something like that in, we have the Rebel Project Literacy Curriculum. It was created by our educator team and our director of teaching and learning, Brittany Boda, is the architect of that whole curriculum. And it's designed to be fun, to bring in experiences for students. As we've learned over the course of launching our school and as she learned over the course of her more than a decade in education, is that students learn best when they're connected, when they build relationships, and when they're having fun when they want to be engaged, when it's interesting to them. And so this whole curriculum has entry-level activities that are fun to introduce new concepts and new ideas and new material and new content, as well as integrating with projects that can be projects from us as part of the curriculum, can be projects off of Rebel Educator, and that can be projects that each of you create on your own for your own classrooms. So we've seen what a change in education can do. I've watched it with my own children as they've learned and grow and they come home from school excited and happy every day. They ask over breaks when they can go back to school, when they can see their friends, when they can work on their projects. I've seen the difference that happiness in education can make, and I'd love to help each of you make that difference in your own communities. The Up Academy Network is started to help founders like you build schools like ours that solve a problem in your community. I'd love to invite you to join us. We have a free call every month, and you can learn more about the Rebel Network and the things that we're building at projectup.us. Now, I have a couple of codes and a couple of things to share with you that I am so excited about. The first is the Rebel Educator Accelerator course is a digital six-module course designed to give you the basis that you need to launch your school. It's a business plan and a marketing plan and a financial plan, a leadership plan, a strategy, graduate profile, a mission and vision, all of the things that you need to create. The Rebel Educator Accelerator course will walk you through and help you build and create those things so that you can launch your own school, whether it's part of the Up Academy Network or whether it's your own independent school. It's designed to help you get a small bit of the business background that you need to get started. By being here and listening to episode 100, 
You can get a 25% discount off the Accelerator course by using code EPISODE100. And that code, EPISODE100, is good until May 31st of 2024. So go out, learn more to launch your own school. Now, the other thing I want to share with you is by leaving a rating and review for this podcast and following our new Facebook page, we have a giveaway, a promotion for all of you rebel educators out there. The winner of this promotion receives the Accelerator course for free, a copy of my book, and a one-to-one call with me to share your ideas and kickstart your journey. All you need to do is leave a rating and review for the podcast and follow our new Facebook page, Rebel Educator One. Check the description or show notes for more details. We'd love to have you join us on your journey. We'd love to have you choose us to partner with you to launch new and innovative schools that challenge the status quo. I'd love to share more of my story with you because I know that it can help you to solve problems and to keep you from falling into the same traps that I fell into and some of the same mistakes that I made. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Educator podcast. Thank you for making it to 100 episodes. Thank you for allowing me to share some thoughts, some ideas, and more importantly, to elevate the voices and ideas of others making a difference in education. Keep listening, keep challenging the status quo, keep asking questions, and stay curious, Rebel Educators. I'm looking forward to the next 100 episodes. That's it for another episode of Rebel Educator. Thank you for joining us and thank you for spending your limited time with us learning how to be rebels in education. If you'd like to learn more or access our project library, you can go to rebeleducator.com. If you'd like to learn more about Up Academy, our progressive elementary and middle school in the San Francisco Bay Area, check out upacademysf.com. If you're interested in learning more about the Rebel Project Literacy Curriculum or launching your own school and joining the Up Academy Network, visit projectup.us. And if you haven't read it yet, pick up your copy of my book, Rebel Educator, Create Classrooms Where Impact and Imagination Meet on Amazon or anywhere you read or listen to your books. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd love for you to leave a review and rate our show so others can find it and love us too. Look forward to talking to you soon, Rebels. Keep resisting tradition and challenging the status quo.